Hi everybody, Kat here. If you're new here, welcome. If you're not, welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we're going to be opening up our Bibles to Psalms 62 verse 7. I have the NLT translation and it reads, My victory and honor come from God alone. He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. I read this verse and was instantly like, man, I needed this for a few reasons. First of all, I want to break down and remind you guys that God is there for you 24-7. Whenever you need him, that's where he is. And he truly is a solid rock, a foundation that cannot go wrong. Solid, sturdy, where we should reside. But that's not the word that stuck out to me. The word that stuck out to me was refuge. You are my refuge. A refuge is a safe place, and a refugee is a person who's forced to leave their home for typically reasons of war, uh, natural disasters, or famine. Those are the biggest ones. Uh, war is the most common one. And so a refugee leaves to a refuge, a place where they can be safe. I want to be very sensitive when I say this because there are currently refugees throughout our entire world that are seeking asylum, that are seeking safety, they're seeking refuge due to conditions that are very harsh and most definitely not godly. And we pray for those. I have nothing but the softest spot in my heart for those people. And I wish I could all run and grab them all and rescue them from where they are. And I need to be very sensitive when I say that because I want you guys to understand I am not lessening the weight of what they're going through. But hear me out. We are refugees. Uh, the reason I said I'm being sensitive is because if you're like me and live in a first world country and you own your own home and have a family and for the most part are pretty safe where you live, um, I don't want that to desensitize what people are physically going through right now. But it's still true that we're refugees because we were forced from our earthly home due to spiritual warfare, which is real and heavy and intense and happening in front of us right now. It's happening. So we are refugees. We absolutely are. And as refugees, we need refuge. Now, this is not a physical location that we're going to go to. It's not a physical place that we're going to run to. It's spiritual, which sometimes can be so much harder because you can't see the safety in the, the sanctuary that is God and his presence. But he is our refuge. He's the solid rock. And look at that last part of that verse. No enemy can reach us. When we climb to the top of this mountain, when we climb and we make our way to God, no enemy can touch us. We are God's. He chose us. We're his. No one can touch us. But that doesn't mean that it's not sometimes hard. Refugees go through this all the time and we see it where it's, yes, they're safe and they're grateful and thankful to be safe, but it's still hard. You had to leave what you were familiar with. We deal with the same thing. We have to leave the flesh and the world behind to be godly and reside in the refuge that is God. That's not easy. And if you find it difficult, please understand you're not alone. I deal with this. Paul tells us that it's going to be hard. That you are at war with flesh and war with spirit. You're in the midst of it. That's in Galatians 5 where Paul tells us you are in the midst of war. 
This is happening right now. It's not a metaphor. This is not an analogy or like a, it's kind of like war. When we say spiritual warfare, when you read the word and you see war in terms of spiritual warfare, it's real, it's happening. It, we just can't physically see it, but it is extremely real. When you feel attacked, when you feel like things were at an all-time high, you're in your word, everything's great, like nothing could tear you down, and then something tears you down, when you feel that way, that's spiritual warfare. That's what's happening. The devil's trying to knock you down. When you feel tempted and you want to give in to something so bad, that is spiritual warfare. We know that it's happening, but please make no mistake, this is very, very real. This is not a metaphor. And it can seem scary. I think sometimes what we do is we like tone it out and say, oh, it's a metaphor for what's going on because we don't want to acknowledge how truly scary it can be. And that's the whole thing. Is spiritual warfare scary? Yes, it is. Is it intense? Yes, it is. But here's what should give us peace. We have our father. Jesus came to save us and we've been given the Holy Spirit to guide us. So that doesn't mean it will take away the weight of how scary this can be, but it should give us peace. And this Psalm is really, really helpful to remember that God is your refuge. He is a rock, which means he's solid. If we recall, scripture tells us that God never changes. Who he is will always remain the same. So not only is he a rock, this is, you know, that's an analogy because guess what? Over time, over thousands of years, rock can weather down from wind and rain and change its form, but God doesn't. So even saying that God is a rock doesn't even put words correctly to who he is because he truly doesn't change. You know, we, that's God's glory incomprehensible. He cannot change. Everything on this earth can, will, and does change. So it's kind of hard sometimes when we put analogies of earthly things to God because God's not earthly. He created the earth, right? So everything can, will, and does change, but God doesn't. He remains constant. So when he says he's your refuge, that won't change tomorrow. That won't change in 20, 30, a million years. That will remain consistent. God is the same now, today, and forever. Know that even in the midst of spiritual warfare, first of all, he's also the beginning and the end, right? So we're in a war that he's already won, but that doesn't mean that there's not battle scars along the way. This will happen to us. This is just the way it is. We will experience hardships, but know that God is your refuge. If you want to escape the earthly troubles, rest in God. I know that may sound simple, but part of what comes with resting in God and finding peace in God is letting go of earthly desires. This is the hardest thing, yet the best thing you can do for yourself. We're in the midst of spiritual warfare. We are fighting, as they say, as Paul tells us in Galatians 5, that our flesh and the spirit are at war. And we're caught in the middle of that. So when we want to find peace in God, how do we do that when we're constantly being pulled left and right? Let go of the flesh. 
let it go, walk away from it and say, you know what? I want no part of it. I care about what God wants, not what the world wants of me. And it is extremely hard because the world is what we physically see and the world's what we're in right now. We're not in heaven yet. So we're not able to see the final outcome. We're not able to see God in his full glory yet, but we can rest when we let go. And when you think about it, this is exactly what rest is. It's letting go and taking a break. Find rest in God by letting go of the flesh. I'm going to give you a example. It may apply to you. It may not. If anything, it may just kind of help you see the encompassing view of what I'm trying to say. Let's say that you're working really hard. You've been working overtime. You've been giving it your all. But you are not getting paid enough. You're not paying your bills on time. You're really struggling. Your credit score is totally down. And you're really worried you might have to file for bankruptcy. Those are real earthly concerns. It's a big deal. It has serious implications. And those are rough situations to be in. And so maybe you're sitting there asking yourself, you know, if you have a similar situation that you can relate to, or maybe that's your exact situation. And you say, but how can I rest in God? How am I supposed to rest in God when I have to pay those bills? What if I told you to just let it go? Let go of that fleshly desire. You would think I am insane. And I'd get it. Thinking, how could you tell me to do that? Because I have to pay these bills. I have things that I have to accomplish, that I have to do, that the world requires of me. It doesn't mean don't pay the bills. It doesn't mean don't go to work. It doesn't mean don't keep trying. It means let the fear go. Your fear of not paying the bills is a flesh issue. It's an earthly, worldly issue. But your salvation is not. Your salvation's eternal and a much bigger concern. So go to our father and say, hey, I need you. So I'm going to hand this problem to you. Let you untangle it and let you tell me what to do. And if we do that, truly let go. I just spoke about this recently in a different episode. Truly letting go. Letting sit in the passenger side. Let God get in the driver's seat and say, get me out of here. He will, but you have to let go. That also means you have to trust him, which is a whole different episode. (laughs) Trusting him is hard, but when you get to that point where you can say, you're more important to me, my salvation's more important to me, my faith is more important to me, so God, if you could just handle this. God's going to have you do stuff. That doesn't mean he'll just get you out of it, but he'll be with you. He'll give you peace and he'll help navigate you. That's the key, right? He's going to navigate you. You're still in. It's like the analogy I used in the most, in a recent episode. I talk about how, you know, you get in the passenger side, let God drive you out of the situation. You're still in the car. You still can see the obstacles that are in your way and the obstacles you might run into. You still will be in the midst of it. You'll still be in the storm. But let God navigate you out of it so you get out the way God needs you to get out. Right? Super important. Super key. If you want God to be your refuge and you want to feel like God's your refuge, because he is your refuge, he will rescue you. But if you want to feel safe and comforted, you have to let go. Just take a deep breath. 
Let the Holy Spirit pray for you if you need to and say, hey, I can't do this alone. Take your hands off the steering wheel, pop your butt in the passenger side, let God drive you out of here, and I promise you, you're going to be okay. I have no idea how long the journey will be, but I can guarantee you, you will be okay because these are worldly issues. The Holy Spirit's fighting for you. Let the Holy Spirit fight. Stop trying to interject to me worldly desires. And I say this because the world has a plan for getting you out of, out of that issue, right? The world would tell you, well, quit your job and find a better one. Ask for a raise. Take a second job. You know, there's things that the world would tell you to do, but don't take that in your own hands. Let God guide you and tell you where to go. And then from there, you will find peace in his refuge. So really think about that. Let that weigh on you. We are refugees of spiritual warfare. God is the refuge. And if you don't feel that way, ask yourself, have I given him control? Have I let go of the flesh? Have I let go of what the world told me to handle and how the world told me to handle it? Or am I still... Or am I allowing God to tell me how to get through it? Let that sink in. Let that be your guide through the day. And I really do pray that that's something that you find yourself, if you don't already, finding yourself in peace, knowing that God is the refuge. Thank you so much for listening today. As always, I'm praying that you all have a blessed, wonderful, fabulous day. And until then, I will speak to you all next time. Thanks for listening in.